Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, I learned oh, something about you today. <laughs> you know what, Jamie? Thanks to you, the whole internet learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to, to switch it up on, but all right. All right. Lore boys arrived, uh, and now, uh, to shake things up, we are going to be using technology to solve all of our problems. Uh, in Dude. no way have we created new ones along the way like unemployment, or a surveillance state named Siri. Do we have problems? I thought, I thought, I thought Earth was good. I thought we were good now. Yeah. It's, uh, I, it's the 25th of May 2020. I think everything's totally fine. Everything's fine. My, right? only, my only problems is not having problems. But it is, uh, yeah, it exactly. is quite the problem. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of annoying. I'm but then that's a problem. I'm so. problems. Yeah. The only one's a bitch is, I believe, the lyric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm missing 99 <laughs> problems, and then the one is the the bitch that I don't have any problems. Exactly. I got a bitch behind me on cam today. Nice you little puppy. You do, nice senora. Doggo. I forgot my hitherto uncracked cold one here. Get it, ASMR. Get, get it for the get it for the mics. Get it for the yep. listeners. ASMR. Here we go. Um. So today, my name is Peter O'Donohue, and Just I am today. joined with. Yeah. What was it yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm unemployed, so I can change my identity here willy nilly. Yeah, the world shut down. Who's gonna stop me? Uh, I'm Ethan. I'm I'm usually Ethan, so you can just call me Ethan. It's good. We're good. Yeah. We're we're good. I'm friends. James, and I just remembered that I need to do taxes because I was wondering if Peter has to anymore. Dude, the deadline's <laughs> in like six days, my guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll file tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I did Ooh. my taxes. <laughs> I did my taxes in March. Fuck. Yeah. Like well, I got my T four at work. <laughs> like, I, that's I, how long ago it was. So I, um, thankfully, my mother still has an accountant on retainer that I just submit my taxes to. Uh, but the last time I, ch- it was like he was at home at COVID and like he had nothing going on, and I kept messaging him and being like, "Hey, has he done my taxes yet?" I was like, "No, not yet." Like, so I actually don't know if I've done mine either. Uh, <laughs> and considering I, considering I paid thirty five hundred dollars in taxes over the last four years, uh, I think I should probably get on that, right? Yeah, that's, it sounds like a capitalist hellhole that we live in. I wonder uh, if we'll be talking about anything else like that today. Well, no, of, of course it's not. There's no problems. That would be a problem if oh, we were right, living right. in some sort yeah. of capitalist hellhole. But yeah. there's no we problems, James. That, of course. Uh, the, year of the, 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 the 25th of May, in the year of our Lord 2020, there are no problems. Mm-hmm. They've all been taken care of. They've all been taken care of. <laughs> Jeff Bezos that's has got us. <laughs> he's got all the money. He's just keeping it safe because yeah. we would just spend it irresponsibly. Exactly. We he's need somebody almost- to keep it safe. He's almost got a trillion now, which sounds like a lot now. But maybe when I listen back to this in my 40s, that'll be like, oh, there's a lot of trillionaires. Yeah, we've all got trillions in the 40s. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People just keep getting richer. So it might not be as just the one guy by the time we get there. Yeah, Yeah, we're all getting richer, right? That's it's all working. It's it's working out for everybody. Everybody's getting richer. You know, it it would be a problem if only certain people were getting richer. But there's no problems. Yeah. May 25th, no. 2020. No problems. Like that old here. saying, everybody gets richer at the same time. And the same rate. Yeah, exactly. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <At> the same, <laughs> uh, trickle, 
trickle around economics. Yeah, it's exactly. Perfect, trickle everywhere. <laughs> Everybody's got a trickle. <laughs> Rainstorm economics. Yeah. But th that's the reason that we get to talk about uh, silly toys for children on the internet that people consume for some reason is because everybody's just like so casual and set up in their ways and everybody's fine. Yeah. Are we talking about Lego lore today? Because I know one of our... Uh... Our fans have just been posting a lot of Lego lore videos in our Discord. Well, Bionicle, My eyes right? have... Uh, no, Lego. not Bionicle. That's different. No. Um, well, Bionicle Lego is Lego, just like Ninja Go is Lego, right? Yeah. 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 Different, yeah. like... Waco Lego? I think Waco. it's a different universe, though. We're going to talk about Creo. That's we, pretty good. We actually. need to do the Lego anyway. lore someday to find out if it's a different universe. But it must be a different Lego universe. Lego Land lore? There's, like, different universes within Lego. Like, there's Star Wars Lego. Do you yeah, think Star Batman Wars Lego? Lego? Indiana Jones... Oh. Or maybe Lego Universe is the one that ties them all together. Maybe. No. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Lego is the home world, and then all the stories just branch off out of there. But I think I'd they're kill some Legos of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like today, we're going to be covering a smaller franchise, uh, very near and dear to my heart in more ways than one. Uh, not only because they made my pacemaker. Uh, <laughs> you may recognize a few things in common with the real world, uh, like we were talking about, because all the original ideas are already taken by real life, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So today we're going to be talking about the surge from Deck Thirteen. Oh, uh, like um, Lego, Lego the Surge. Lego the Surge from Deck <laughs> from Lego Deck Thirteen. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to be basically going through the first game cover to cover, and a little bit about the second game because there isn't too too much. Like the story is not really the focal point of a game like this, um, and there isn't too much that's like out there there's the the wiki's pretty scant so a lot of this is just from from what i learned playing through the games yeah and uh, doing some research online as well yeah something i wanted to add to like if you're like me and just log on to playstation once a month to get your free games you probably own the surge it was free like a couple of years ago maybe a year and a half ago so uh, yeah yeah it's it's good fun and you might already own it not even know it <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's really really good uh, i got the first one for free because they had a free weekend fell in love with it and then got it for 10 bucks and then bought the second one on launch nice. um now um due to it being a smaller franchise um this entire episode should be considered to be marbled with lore boys canon uh which uh, i can confirm is completely endorsed by the developers who i contacted uh, a couple days ago and they got back to me this morning um, I asked them if they had like a lore Bible behind the scenes that I could, you know, just, uh, take a little, take a little glance at a little bit, unless they handed it to me when it was in Braille and I'd just be like, oh, you sons of yeah. bitches, <laughs> keeping your secrets. It's in ancient Sanskrit. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like on, on one of those like twin handed scrolls. Yeah, that yeah. They use it <laughs> um, so, and they basically endorsed, uh, the idea of having fan theories. So, um, apparently... Uh, according to Deck 13 themselves, everything we say on this episode is totally true and absolutely canon. Yeah. So uh, we're basically having our first unpaid sponsorship where we uh, do the work of writing the lore for the search. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the search three is going to come out and everything's going to seem like eerily familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't played this game, it's, it's kind of like uh, a Dark Souls type game oh, where wait, you can uh, like upgrade your stuff. I'll get into the explanation due to the fact it's basically an indie title, right? When, okay. if, you, if you think about it. Um, also, um, I would like to announce, just in case someone from Deck 13 hears this, uh, that we're going to Frankfurt when we can to steal the Surge lore Bible. Oh, I was so hoping you were going to say the Declaration of Independence. 
Uh, the, I, Germans have one. We'll grab that along the way. Yeah, we'll grab that too. I, I don't know how their government works. I'm sure. I'm sure the the real security is at Deck Thirteen Studios. Fuck yeah. It is. <laughs> anyway, but I want them. The reason I'm saying this out loud and putting this in a recording is because I want them to think they're ready for the lore boys to come in and take that. <laughs> right. We're gonna we're gonna do the entire thing. I'm gonna be disguised as like a well-to-do philanthropist. Uh-huh. Uh, Jamie's gonna be my attractive date in a red dress. I've I've started oh, doing and, yoga, so I'm gonna be the you're gonna be the guy on the radio who parks the flower van over the sewer grate. It's gonna be done. And then we're gonna know everything about the surge. <laughs> Turns out they made it up along the way. Yeah. yeah God damn it. <laughs> we spent yeah. so much money getting here. <laughs> it just says to be continued. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Surge three question mark on just like a bristle board. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna make a, a souls like game, so our lore should be souls like. We'll just let the fan base figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I want one person in the office to write one sentence and we're gonna yeah. put it all in the game. And then someone's going to tell me it's all connected. Yeah. Yep. It's a uh, pin, pin the tail on the next story point and they all, yeah, they all exactly. get blindfolded and they get a little idea and they, they, they plug them in li- in a line basically. <laughs> Whoever gets closest gets the next beat. So the elevator pitch for the surge is the surge is an action game with a focus on pattern recognition, resource management, and a balance between offense and defense uh, has very basic RPG stats. Uh, however, as far as I know, I don't know why I wrote that. Uh, Jesus. Uh, as far as I know, every single armor set has a set bonus for the fashion-minded gamer. So you are encouraged to wear matching sets and find a set that fits your playstyle. Okay. So you like chop off robots' arms and then you can make it your arm kind of thing, right? And it's right. like set pieces like legs and arms and head and chest and stuff. They're like not even robots, which we'll get into. Like some of them are just people. Okay. And that have no that did not want to be there in the first place. Wow. Um, easy, think right? like battle battle bots meets Dark Souls, I think is a good way of thinking of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You play as a Roomba with kitchen knives taped to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, we've done this before, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. we have. <laughs> we have. Uh, and the second game added, uh, added uh partial set bonuses uh for the more chaotic good aligned fashion gamer. So you can do three and three and have two minor set bonuses opposed to one full one because there are six armor pieces in the search oh. okay armor slots not there's not six total pieces of armor in the game no 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 are there <laughs> six armor slots exactly it's uh you get to choose five, three and three but there's only six five fingers and a hat is basically <laughs> yeah. the, the customization that you get in this game i think it's what i said right it's like leg leg arm arm chest head that's how you farm gear um to farm gear you need to attack an armored piece of an enemy which will do reduce damage but uh if you build up an energy meter to a certain point you can cut off that part of the enemy cut and off that's their a guaranteed- chest i got you and, well, the, well to get the chest piece you just cut them in half because <laughs> because you know i can't get this guy's shirt off if he's still wearing pants yeah. so i gotta cut <laughs> the pants and the shirt are connected yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that's yeah, it. If, so you do, if you did cut a chest off, you would effectively get all the other pieces. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. It's, it's cutting them in <laughs> half, cutting the arms and head off. Is is cutting yep. the chest off, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we found a little hole in your logic here, Deck Thirteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too good to send me your lore Bible, are you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe the uh, maybe the neck bone is connected to the chest bone somehow, and we're just not aware. Yeah. Of it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm no doctor, so I just don't know. 
Yeah, me neither. I don't know how to harvest mechanical organs from a human body. Yeah. Uh, maybe someone in Germany does. Frankly, of all places, I'd be least surprised if it was there. Lorboy's <laughs> canon, every uh, robot and or human, apparently, uh, has a self-destruct mechanism in their shoulders and neck that destroys their chest if you cut off that piece. <laughs> the corpses do burn away to save on RAM uh, in the game. <laughs> in, in, instead of just fading out of existence, they catch fire and yeah. disintegrate. Uh, so maybe that's true. Kind of, kind of topical this week. Did you see there's an article out saying that scientists have built a bionic eye yes. that may allow yeah people to see? The, the issue now is connecting the optic nerve to the eye because mm-hmm. there's like a million microscopic little connections oh, there. But, that's... but our brains fill in the, the gaps. Like There's a lot of tricks you could do, so we probably only need to connect like half the of those right things. ones, yeah. Yeah, and I, then I, we'll fill I in love the, the way you explain that, where they're just like, they made this mechanical eye, and now the hard part is connecting it to your brain. It's like, what you're saying is they made an eye-shaped camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're trying to connect it to somebody's head. So, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the issue, I mean, the issue has always been, because we've always been able to do, like, you could get a working eye from a cadaver, but it's mm-hmm. always been connecting it to the optic nerve. That's been the difficult thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Getting the brain no to, to email, work is hard. Like a USB. Yeah. Brain is complicated. That's why I've Brain heard. hard. Brain hard. Yeah. If you made a USB input into the brain, you don't need the optic nerve. See, upgrades, people. Brain plasticity. If you just put one in there, it'll work eventually. (laughs) (laughs) So so you know what we need to do? We need to develop some sort of nanobot technology to help us uh, do these things. That's pretty relevant. Um, (laughs) So All I know about this, I haven't played the search at all, either of them. I've watched like up to the first boss. I watched uh, like a Dark Souls streamer play to it. And all I know is like there's nano machines. And you, yep. you're, you were originally in a wheelchair, I think. Yes. Ah, oh, hush, hush, hush oh. your sweet lips, Ethan. We'll it's, get into oh, it. It's the yeah. opening, the opening scene in the first game. Is you're in a wheelchair. Well, I wanted to set it up. I'm sorry. Uh, it was I'm painfully sorry. long too. I remember. I played only the beginning. You have to wheel around in it. I know. Fucking being so crippled long. hard, even in a game. You're like, God <laughs> damn it, I'm fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a hybrid action game. Uh, it has some combos for weapon classes, like in Monster Hunter, which I can make the comparison to now since I've played so much of it recently. Um, so you don't choose your class based on stats. You choose your class based on your gear. So it's yeah, that, okay. like that's, that's the way it's set up. There's no character sheet. Yeah, so yeah. it's less like Dark Souls, more like Monster Hunter as far as action combat goes. So there's skills or like a skill tree of some some description? No. No. Okay, nope. so what is it? What is a class then? Left arm does slicey attacks, so now you do slicey attacks. It's basically you want to build your character because you can also get implants as well, which are for certain skills that are attached to certain weapons. Okay, so you you can build toward yeah. I mean, you can always you don't even need to respec because you can always just move change your gear. So there are right? skills, but they're tied totally to weapons or they the benefit. They benefit certain weapons more than others. Like there is a one implant that I like a lot in the Surge Two is it starts to give you like a vampiric heal based on your DPS. You okay. cannot do high DPS with a slow weapon. Yeah, no. So you need well, to unless do, you do a lot of damage per swing. But it's it's about consecutive hits. Okay. So you need to do so enough hits quick enough to take exactly. So that that's how you that's how you build something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's boss weapons as well. There's two weapons per boss in the surge uh one is the default weapon that you get automatically by defeating it and then there's certain secret parameters where you can get the secret boss weapon okay uh boss weapons all have a unique addition uh so the one that i used in the surge one is a set of mechanical claws uh and the claw weapons all have like a pirouette attack 
but the secret boss weapon will lay down a ring of fire, which is like a DPS AOE that you can put underneath a large enemy and just burn them. Okay. What's like. pirouette in English for our non-French listeners? Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it would be a uh, fancy Twirl? spin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. A, a, nice, a nice spin. Yeah, nice spin. <laughs> uh, and strangely enough, um, just on the subject of Monster Hunter and the Surge 2, um, the final boss from Monster Hunter World is a monster called Xenojiva, which is like this big crystalline angel dragon. Sure. And the armor set you get from that thing looks almost exactly like the archangel armor from the last boss in the surge two okay it's like a white semi-crystalline completely separate art style like horn horns on your head wings on your back all white kind of hard metallic armor that you get from the final boss of like an action rpg game so i can't believe monster hunter stole that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i don't know i don't know anything about xenoshiva but Loreboy's canon, the Surge and Monster Hunter are, are the same universe. Um, Loreboy's Loreboy's is or Loreboy's uh, the Surge is a fanfic written written in a clone Monster Hunter world universe. Okay, yep. Monster Hunter has crossovers with The Witcher and Final Fantasy Fifteen, as we were talking about. Final so Fantasy, yeah, totally possible. That means that it's also in the Witcher universe. The Witcher's in the same universe. It would mean the Witcher's in the same universe as. Uh, the surge, right? Like it doesn't go both ways. So the surge, the surge's universe has Monster Hunter inclusive in it, but Monster Hunter doesn't yep. necessarily have the surge inclusive in it. So if Monster Why Hunter, wouldn't it be two? Eh? Well, I don't know. This is just how I'm defining oh. it. Lore Boy's canon. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's not like somebody who wrote the game has told us otherwise because they refuse to. That's think about think about yeah. parallel universes. Monster Hunter is its own, and then you they exactly clone that for another universe, but then added all the surge stuff to it as well. Yeah. Okay. So the Sur- the surge does have the Witcher in its in its canonical universe, but the Witcher and Monster Hunter don't necessarily have the surge in the canonical. If that makes sense. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. For agreeing. I don't know if anybody in the surge universe has read the Monster Hunter book series. Right. <laughs> I know I have. Oh my god. Um, I don't know if there is one. I that is as far as I hitherto made up. <laughs> Um, also in the surge you have a stamina bar that limits how many offensive and defensive actions you can make before recharging uh, not unlike putting gas in your car except the stamina <laughs> gauge recharges automatically like some kind of impossible sun powered battery car yeah it's, that's I, ridiculous yeah I, I think it's much more comparable to like when a person fights they need to rest but <laughs> no, I like, hard works too. like some kind of sun powered battery person <laughs> idiot <laughs> So, oh, we just hit a bridge. That's a big stamina move. Yeah, Got to yeah. pull over and get <laughs> up. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's uh, it's really it's sitting in traffic. It's just so bad for your stamina bar, you know. Yeah, it, it is. If yeah. you can just cruise on the highway, it's no problem. It's the stop and go that really kills your car. <laughs> I do, I do like uh, this this impossible sun powered car idea because uh, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, where we have no problems. Could you imagine how many problems there would be if I couldn't have my good old gas guzzling car? If I didn't have the oil industries at my back and there was some sort of alternative to them, boy, we'd have a lot of problems, huh? Yeah, uh, we absolutely would, but not. Not like we do now in this we utopic don't. society we currently live in. Exactly. Year of our Lord, 2020. Because we're going to all just burn gas, baby. All the time, because it's hard. <laughs> it just goes back into the sky where, from what I understand, it came from. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Like the acid rain is just the fuel coming back down you're and seeding back into the earth. Like <laughs> People complain about acid rain. It's got to happen. Don't you want to drive your car? What are you going to do? Invent <laughs> some sort of sun-powered car? It's impossible. I don't think so. Car batteries, dummy. Like you're <laughs> like, like a toy. 
ridiculous. Uh, the game also punishes you for your mistakes pretty brutally. Uh, it's quite difficult, or can be, uh, and features a corpse run if you die, uh, which is common in MMO games like Guild Wars and EverQuest. And also, uh, oh, you're not going to say Souls it. Games. You're not going to uh, say it. No, I, I, I specifically wanted to see if I could describe the mechanics of the surge entirely without uh, invoking souls. But I mean, <laughs> but you did earlier, so it, it doesn't matter. Jamie has several times. <laughs> Jamie won't stop saying it. Jamie, go ahead, try and say it again. Yeah. Uh, actually, death walks back to your body is a lot like World of Warcraft. So World of Warcraft started yeah. in 2006. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Now <laughs> we got him started right. again. Huh? <laughs> Um, I love the Surge series. Uh, I like Steam Platinumed uh, the second game with the DLC. Um, and I think everybody should play these games. Uh, it, like Jamie said, it's been free on PS Plus. It's cheap on Steam all the time. Um, they're excellent. It's as far as the like not quite Dark Souls games go, um, I would say, because I've played quite a lot of them, I like Neo a lot because uh, it is way harder um, neo you like neo because it's way harder than dark souls you like neo because it's way harder than the surge or both neo is the hardest game i have ever played in my fucking life it's unbelievable um and i like it because of that except it's just kind of boring and there's way too much loot so there's like and also level gates so it's not all skill there is numbers involved which kind of defeats the purpose of being a fucking souls game in the first place right yeah. um so that's kind of my problem that's why i never finished the dlc because at the end of the game, I was like level 100 and the DLC starts at 160. And I'm like, I'm not grinding a game that's this hard to do the DLC for Neo. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, uh, I don't fucking think so, man. I got um, to the first boss or the first mini boss or like whatever it was this, and quit the game like immediately because it was too oh, hard and I didn't win the first time. The, yeah. sur- the Surge or Neo? Uh, surge. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, the bosses in the first game are definitely the weakest point, if I'm going to be honest. Some of them are good. Uh, There's only five, thankfully. Um, But, like, I would say three of them are generally quite bad. Um, But overall, like, I I love the series. So, I Surge, You Surge, He, She, We Surge, Surging, Surgified, Surge Light, Diet Surge, Surge Zero, I Can't Believe It's Not Surge, and Margarine. We all surge for ice cream. We all search for ice cream. <laughs> we all search for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the yeah. search takes place in what is described as a dystopian future uh, in an interview with one of the devs. However, the game mostly relies on environmental storytelling to convey that. Um, there isn't a whole lot of world that you see overall. Um, you're kind of just, it's kind of just like around you. It's environmental storytelling. It tells you that like, oh, things aren't quite right here. Um, the first game takes place entirely in one scientific facility, uh, it's very much like System Shock uh, without cyberspace or uh, Half-Life without Zen. So thankfully, despite kind of the shitty bosses, the Surge does not feature a complete change in the way you control the game at the 11th hour. Okay. Yeah. Does something normally do that? Uh, System Shock did, uh, at least the original. Uh, where you go to cyberspace and all of a sudden it's kind of like Star Fox, but like terrible. <laughs> and then the first Half-Life game, when you go to Zen, it's all like insane long distance platforming and all in first person because Valve has gone on record and saying that they finished Zen like 15 minutes before they had to release the fucking game. <laughs> like it's wow. a cobbled together wild ass sci-fi crap. So you'd say it's you a lot I- like the painted worlds from Dark Souls. Uh, I like Ariandel. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, oh. I'm, I'm saying it's just one contained uh, area that doesn't change the, the features too much. Correct, yes. Got yeah. it. 
all of the I mean, search would be like the painted world. Speaking of painted worlds, I really want to get a painting of uh, Super Mario 64, the two bombs, like the first uh, painting you jump into. Mm-hmm. People must sell that, right? I just thought about it yesterday. For sure. Just make yeah. it yourself and sell it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. Will. You can't have, can't copyright that. Nintendo yeah. will get me. I you could de- you could definitely find a print of that online. Yeah, I'll just have to put a sign underneath it to tell people not to try to jump into it. Yeah, well, yeah. No yeah, sign's like gonna really, stop really me. Tiny, tiny one. <laughs> Please do not jump. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I come over, I'm jumping right through that fucking paint. Yahoo! Put up a velvet <laughs> rope on like the two brass like pylons that was right there and it just says no jumping hanging off the rope (laughs) (laughs) so in this unimaginable future of the surge uh the environment isn't the spring chicken she once was uh normal people are this is a quote from the devs just screwed um and governments around the world have failed so like i don't see anything like that ever really happening no in this year of our lord 2020 where everything is fine yeah everything's good right now no problems especially here um, one company, Creo, which is C-R-E-O, all caps, okay. um, which when I Googled, because I thought, it's funny that we were talking about Lego earlier, I thought Creo was like garbage dollar store Lego, so I Googled it. Turns out, Creo is a real company here in Montreal, um, which, I mean, I don't think they actually want to send up satellites into the atmosphere to, like, seed it with nanomachines to heal it. But it might be any any company if they had the resources would do. I yeah, think. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Creo here in Montreal, according to uh, Google Maps Street View, however, is identical to the crumbling industrial hellscape from the game. However, uh, <laughs> since it is just a photo of construction debris in a container that's also inside of a cage, surrounded by pylons, with absolutely no one working, all attached to the best best I, pylons. I mean, that is that is the most Montreal uh, Google Street View that you could possibly imagine, right? Oh like, uh, yeah, the the level design from the surge and it's, you're in a dump. Basic street street view of Montreal is basically the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember playing that game and you're just surrounded by actual trash like all the time or that I play as far as I played. Then you go up on some scaffolding, fight some robots, but then go back down to the trash pit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first level is a scrapyard. Nice. I, I and we're downtown that. Montreal next to Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like if I woke up, if I woke up after mechanical surgery, downtown Montreal, I would freak the fuck out too, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it is. Maybe, maybe well, the surge just takes place in Montreal. We don't know. I was going to say, uh, Lore Boys canon um, and official canon, uh, the surge one is set in downtown Montreal. Well, it's set in a downtown Montreal, which shares the universe with Monster Hunter World and The Witcher. And Final Fantasy yeah. 15. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Have you seen the size of the rats in the alleys? Might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> now, unlike today, where all we had to do was tell people in California to stop driving to work from March until May to get noticeable results, uh, Creo had to get a little too ambitious with their climate change solution. Got a little creative, huh? Got a little creative. The, the artist's curse. What if... The cloud of robots that we seeded into the planet's atmosphere just had their own foreman and could just like juice the ozone all by themselves and we wouldn't have to monitor them. That would be cool, right? Well, I mean, that would be just as effective, but it'd be a lot cheaper. Yeah. Oh, is this going to be the Siri that you started off with? Kind of. It is. Okay. Yeah. okay. We'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. Um, Creo was founded by Jonah Gutenberg, which is a very... Montreal name, if you think about it. Very. Sure. I've thought about it, Indian. and I agree. 
Andy G C D N. I've never met a Gutenberg in my life. Oh no? What do you live in a cave? Where do you buy bagels? Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't throw a rock outside without hitting a Gutenberg. Yeah, Trust exactly. Me, I throw a lot of rocks. Yeah. Much lousy with Gutenbergs. Yeah. There's gluten free beer that's called Glutenberg, I think. There is, yeah. Yeah. That's great. You think yeah. it would have uh well it's it's not gluten free, but there's more gluten in it than on the surface. <laughs> About seventy five percent of the gluten lives most, under the surface. Most of the gluten's at the top. It pokes yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the to the surface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does gluten by itself even taste like? I have no idea. I think it's a type of sugar. I think it's a carbohydrate. Yeah. It is a carb, yeah. Huh. huh. Well, Jonah, Jonah Glutenberg here didn't see, set out to fix that problem, where he's just like, we have a problem. What does gluten taste like? Yeah. I'm going to make cloud and nano machines to tell me, and then oops, apocalypse. Yeah. They're going to pull all the gluten out of the atmosphere and bring it down to me to sample. <laughs> That's the silly axe. They're so hard to date because they can't go to restaurants. I got to fix this fucking problem. <laughs> Dude, you have a salad and a glass of wine. That's gluten-free. Like, there's... Uh, oh, some wines, not everyone. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Wheat is dude. stinky. There might uh, be wheat in your house right now. Yeah. <gasps> we gotta get like the McCarthy era and like rat out wheat. Yeah. Uh, I better hope Pete's not dating a, a celiac because he's been going back to the gym soon. You should check out those glutes. Oh. They, yeah. Uh, chances are I'm not going back to the gym anytime soon. I walked by it two, three days ago. Um, and the sign on the door still says, yo, don't worry about it. We'll be back on March 29th. Well, yeah, mine too. of course, the problem was that gyms were open, right? So we got rid of that problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was that gyms are going to close. Yep. I'm a gym. You're a gym. Close it up, yeah. my dude. So that yeah, mouth yeah. shut. So the nose, the ears, the butthole, butthole. penis hole, oh. belly button, I think you can get away with. Uh, you know, you better sew it up just to be safe. Ugh. Well, you need to you need to fold it down and like staple the... Little Did I ever tell you guys that I used to think my belly button was spring loaded, and if I like sneeze too hard, it would like boo pop right out? You've told nope. me that. I haven't. Okay. I didn't know that. That's well, we, stupid. We grew up together, kind of. So. I respect yeah. you less because I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you 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 ever respected him enough to respect him less now. Spring loaded belly button. Uh, <laughs> of course I do. Uh, <laughs> I would belly buttons are weird. Three fucking years. <laughs> also, uh, on May 28th, 2020, the podcast is going to be three. Wow, oh, look at us, yeah. huh? Old enough to Good drink. Night. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Creo was founded by Jonah Gutenberg, and it was originally a technology company. Um, it was created, uh, it created what was called biotech wetware. Um, again, Loreboy's canon. I think they call it wetware because the augmentation exoskeleton is partially installed inside of your body. Okay. Where all your wet bits is. So, Lower Boys Cannon, they installed things in people's body, partially inside people's bodies, to pull gluten out of the atmosphere because it was killing the earth. No, this is pre-gluten apocalypse. Okay. Uh, okay. We're not pre-gluten there. crisis. Uh, your first? It's it's climate crisis is the actual thing. So it's okay. pre-gluten crisis, which is the thing that they're seeking to solve with uh, Jonah Glutenberg. All right. Uh, when yeah. you first said it, I, I thought. I thought wetware was going to be inside the robot. Like you get in and it's like liquidy everywhere and like kind of viscous. So like whenever your robot hits something, the impact doesn't go straight into your hand. It, it kind of, you kind of float a little bit in that viscous liquid a little bit. Oh, like your brain so, in the skull. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Well, this is the next thing here. Uh, exa- yeah, exactly. Uh, the augmentation that you're most familiar with is what Jamie is in- has interpreted. Uh, <laughs> it's called the rig. Uh, it is not a suit. Uh, it is a very simple-looking mechanical exoskeleton. It has like finger and hand pieces. It's got a. It's got forearm, bicep pieces, a shoulder rack. It plugs directly into your brain. And it goes down your spine. It's got like a hip actuator and then some things that go down parallel with your legs it is entirely on the outside except for the connections that go in it's not a suit per se yeah if you had only enough uh materials for one limb of this stuff which which limb would you give it to oh the dick limb i don't think that's a limb well yeah maybe when it's it's your size you know what i mean okay it was chest two arms two legs dick (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the sixth slot. But it's the pa- it's a passive buff. It doesn't actually offer any physical protection, but it's the thing that you rotate out of your for your skill points. Yeah, exactly. It's, what about it's, one it's, leg? One leg that you could jump really high with, just one leg. Mega hop. Yeah, you better not yeah. you better not forget and accidentally land on that other leg. I was gonna say land on the wrong <laughs> leg. I'd probably go left arm to be honest, because right arm you'd want to be dexterous with if you're right handed like me, and then left arm you could just do your heavy lifting. Are, are we saying? robots aren't as dexterous as people because that's that not true racist. it's a person operating but like it, yeah that's fair i feel like i'd be more dexterous with my my brain hand than my brain mechanical hand. i just i like as somebody as somebody who is my brain hand i don't think you're really <laughs> anything <laughs> no we all got a brain hand and a dumb hand come on yes. uh, <laughs> i writes with my brain hand yeah. and, and a wipes with my and a wipes with my dumb hand yeah, yeah. Uh, as somebody who is uh horribly uh undexterous uh, with their brain hand, like as somebody who can't draw, who can't hold like chopsticks. Well, actually, I can't hold chopsticks well, but as somebody who like when they're hung over, I can't. Hand, right? You just I, use them as two stabbing, like basically two slim forks. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I'm hung over, I can't pour milk because my right hand shake, like my hands shake so much. And so like, I would just, I would absolutely take the mechanical one on my right arm and just be like, hey, let's, like, I'll assume it's going to be more dexterous than I am now. So. <laughs> Now, okay. this isn't actually something you guys would need to be concerned with if we Wait. lived in the Surge universe, because all of the strong comes from the rig itself. So having a rig installed augments all four of your limbs and your penis. What about yeah. your private times, Ethan? If you're using your right hand and you just got the settings a little bit wrong and squish. I, so I do it with my left. I do that with my left. Uh, I learned oh, something about you today. <laughs> you know what, Jamie? Thanks to you, the whole internet learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to, to switch it up on, but all right, all right. Uh, we uh, can get into why, but I don't think we need to on the podcast, you know? No. That's a Patreon exclusive. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. The Lord Boys OnlyFans. To find out why, uh, why, why Ethan yeah. uses the dumb hand. You're call, dude, but my ears would have pricked up if I was on the commute right now. Yeah. I'm like, now i got to hear that story. Okay, so uh, as, a, as a kid, I was watching Comedy Now, which is a comedy show out of it was Toronto. TV. Yeah. Yeah, it was, on, it was on the comedy channel for a while. As a kid, I think as a teenager. Uh, and some comedian had the joke that was like, hey, you know, it feels like it's another person doing it. So I started doing that. I was like, oh, let's give it a try. And then it just, it never went away. 
Oh, All I right. remember that. I've I've seen that episode of Comedy Now. I thought I when you said you remember that, I wasn't sure what you were saying. You remember? But. <laughs> no, no, I remember, I remember that episode. It's it's called Great like Mysterious wow. Stranger, yeah. where he'll like he also has like another part where he'll like sit on his hand for a while yeah. to make it a little bit numb. Yeah, and then the he can jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like not. I I don't remember. It was some relatively well known comedian, and he, he had that bit, and yeah. I decided to try it one day, and it's just it's never gone away. Yeah, I mean, but now nowadays it's convenient because I can hold a mouse or my phone with my right hand. Oh, Mm -hmm. damn, dude, the scroll. Yeah, you got the right stuff on the screen at all times, no delay. Got a smartphone in his brain hand. (laughs) (laughs) Brain hand in my beaten hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Lord boys, Lord boys, cannon. Yeah, somehow. yeah, <laughs> Lore Boys oh. get it. So the rig makes you stronger, faster. It has an analog clock. It's all very high tech. Um, now, I'm already are- very strong. What if I'm stronger than this mechanical exoskeleton that they've plugged into my brain, Peter? Then it would probably make you weaker, and that would be very ironic. <laughs> yeah, right? The mo- the monkey's paw. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, man, I would love... Well, you, what you, that wouldn't even be the monkey's paw, because you, if you wished for, like, mechanical augmentation, technically it would still need to make you stronger, because yeah. it's like... the the wish is the part that's granted and there's like ironic consequences. I think yeah. the monkey's paw is when you use your left hand, but you slowly take one finger out at a time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe you, you add one finger, one wish at a time, huh? Because it oh. curls down. As you make wishes, they curl down. Yeah. But wouldn't that mean you'd have to start with like an open palm, just like yeah. rubbing face to side? Well, it, that, is how I, that is how I normally do it, though. Not to oh. not to get further in depth on onto my masturbation techniques, but that is how I normally do it. Okay. We got to move on. We got to. I'm I'm loving it, but we got. I I, cho- I chopstick, so I chopstick back and forth from side to side to get the illusion of both sides. Going, oh, you know what I, mean? I go yeah. fast enough yeah, yeah, that it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think uh, so. Anyway, I, I, I don't want I don't want to get too much into it, but I do also have a technique where I pirouette, and it might create some fire sometimes. Oh, a fancy spin. Yeah, yeah. A fan- oh, oh, sorry, a fancy spin. A nice spin. Twirl. It's yeah. the bow drill. That's, that's what we're talking about. So, yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, uh, despite the fact that there's different rigs, all they have is basically more RAM to slot in more augmentations. Uh, it does not affect your class. Your class and your play style is di- dictated entirely by the weapons and the augmentations that you choose. Yeah, uh, These can be swapped out at med bays, like I said. If you want to go from fast boy to strong boy, be my guest. It's There's a rig for you, or there's gear for you. We've got um, that. The rig is a huge deal for the player character of the Surge. Uh, Warren, no last name. Um, what's the last... Uh, we'll call him Warren Cratchit. Okay, sure. Okay. Don't know why, uh, but you seem to have a reason. Yeah. Well, it, we'll 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 see why. Uh, since when you start to start the game, as we said earlier, Warren Cratchit is in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and when he gets his rig installed, it allows him to walk seemingly again, as it has not been said officially why he's in a wheelchair in the first place. Yeah, I think we can make the assumption that he wasn't from birth. He's got the look of an army guy, doesn't he? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got strong arms, probably from pushing himself around all the time, um, but he doesn't have skinny little legs as though he has been sitting down for his entire life yeah it seems as though he is newly hobbled mm, if you will yes exactly Dis- fresh- maybe disabled but sure freshly hobbled <laughs> <laughs> yeah well um, since it's set in montreal he probably was walking down the street tripped in um a pothole a pothole yeah and that's what happened right yeah yeah or he was drunk 
um, at one of the deeper metro stations like Verdun or something and wanted to slide down the rail of the metro escalator As and then lean back too far and then hit those nubs in the middle that are supposed to stop you from doing that and then was just severely hurt on and the they, way down. They just pop you right up. Uh, like an we had a friend yeah. in high school who did that and he did a pretty good job of making it all the way down without hurting himself. <laughs> I saw I saw a buddy of mine do it as well, but he's he was like 6'3 and quite heavy, so the momentum at the end actually just kind of launched him off and he got hurt, <laughs> got hurt when he hit the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank God for exoskeletons, am I right? Yeah, exactly. Thank God he was wearing his rig that yeah. he could masturbate with. <laughs> yeah. Once everybody got exoskeletons, they got rid of escalators and they just put slides with lots of little bumps on it. Yeah. 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 It's so much easier that way now. Yeah. Now that we can't get hurt. Um, <laughs> So for the most part, uh, rigs on site are used in construction and security work. Since they make you so much stronger, uh, you can lift more pallets and beat up more hippies. Right. Which right. is what's important. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I mean, stock your goods, keep everything organized. Beat, beat up, up hippies. hippies. Beat up hippies. That's. I mean, that's really the moral of the surge. Low As can. necessary. Yep. Sure. Uh, ex- exactly. Uh, beat hippies to taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got the prescription bottle like on the arm or whatever. How do I use this right arm? That's and I don't I don't want to get more into this, but that is what I call it when I I go into uh, the beating hand mode. You know, okay, Be- beating hippies to taste. Beating hippies to taste. <laughs> o drilling technique with your augmented dumb hand. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Chopsticks. Exactly. Oh my god. So Creo's first solution to climate change was in fact a solution. Uh, that is to say, a mixture of various substances intended to heal the planet. Yeah, and pulling uh, out all the gluten, all the evil it, part of the it, atmosphere. It, it, well, exactly. Excuse me. I, 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 I wrote this down wrong. I, I, it auto-corrected to climate change. Uh, what I meant was <laughs> yeah. gluten saturation. Uh, the gluten saturation of the atmosphere. I, I, think, uh, I, think, I think they just call it the gluteration. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're over-gluterated right now. <laughs> Um, Speaking of auto text, I had a really good one this morning. Someone said they wanted to do some team bonding and their phone changed it to dick hugging. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought at best it was going to say team bondage. No, I I had assumed bondage as well. But dick hugging is. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, wait, no, team bonding. I was like, how did that happen? Come on, that's got to, someone's got to be trolling you, right? I, I don't know, man. He's like so bad at typing. Like normally he doesn't use periods and it's just like a, a mess to read his stuff. So uh-huh. I think it's plausible. C and K aren't even fucking close to each other. Yeah. As on the phone autocorrect, I guess, similar lengths and that's no, something that he writes a lot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but C needs to be close to A and K needs to be close to M. Which K and are. M are next to each other. They're, yeah, they're they're close. And, uh, a and C are pretty laugh. close. However it happened, dude. E and I, I are right laugh. beside okay. each other. This is a mystery for another T day. T and D we are right beside each other diagonally? Mm, sounds like he's swipe typing. Yeah, maybe. Oh, he's, he's doing his palm pilot, and he's doing like that, that yes. fancy tech they swipe had for typing. a little bit. Oh, the, uh, the cursive, yeah. So yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it's that or somebody that he knows and trusted got into his phone and did the thing that you can say like preferred words or whatever. Oh, yeah. Anytime I <laughs> yeah. type team bonding by mistake, I, please correct to dick hugging. <laughs> Um, so Creo's first uh, solution here for the for the gluten crisis was something they called Project Resolve. Uh, and as it burns about, uh, Resolve was toxic as fuck. Uh-huh. And Creo tried to cover it up. They're like, so, oh no, poison wasn't a good substitute for gluten? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't really understand how this happened. 
Um, it's not really explained. It is just the, I mean, I think we're all familiar with a little bit of uh, corporate criminal negligence. Uh, <laughs> BP. Yeah. So, I mean, not, so, not anymore, but sure, like a week or two ago, there was definitely stuff. Not here in 2020, but no. maybe in that, the, yeah. the, not the May 25th. Yeah. 20, 2019, perhaps. Um, in game, Resolve is like a teal colored slime that burns you. It's like a dot. Okay. Damage, uh, when you touch it, it's it's basically the game's uh, analog to lava. Okay. Sure. Okay. Like it's it's just dot damage if you touch it. it just, um, and Creo is trying to literally bury this in in the press and physically underneath their facility. Okay. <laughs> um, in the press, they have their uh, non-threatening head of PR, Don Hackett, uh, who is actually the first person you see in the game. He's the uh, brown dude in like the classic TED Talk outfit of t- uh, of white t-shirt, jeans, and a blazer, and then he's got like the thick thick rimmed glasses and the fade haircut, and he's sure. just like he's doing the creepy "We're not a company, we're a family" shit. Yeah, yeah. That if you ever hear that, you gotta t- just get the fuck out of there because <laughs> they're gonna abuse you. So Creo, so Creo was like, "There's too much gluten in the atmosphere; it's killing people." I know what we should do. Let's turn. The breathable air into a caustic sludge. Teal slime, exactly. Teal slime. <laughs> Teal slime. That is. That was their. That was the, the, their first solution. Was a solution that was completely poisonous. <laughs> and and just like just, like a big pros and cons board, like pros, no more gluten. Cons, caustic. Cons, sludge. <laughs> 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 cannot be stored. Dissolve yeah, yeah. <laughs> all containment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cannot be breathed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe okay. maybe good for cars. Question mark? (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, underneath that is sun battery, but it's like scratched out. (laughs) It's scratched out with stupid written underneath it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So step one of any good corporate cover-up is to find and fire the people who know about the problem. Yes, of course. Gotta get rid of those whistleblowers. Of course, um, if they're rich enough, they will resign. Uh, which mm-hmm. is just rich people speak for being fired because mm-hmm. of the shame associated with it, I guess. Sure, yeah. Rich people shouldn't have to feel shame. <laughs> Fuck no, they've earned it, right? They've earned it, come on. Yeah. They, all, they all worked hard, I'm sure. Probably. They How do you get so much money? I work hard and I barely got none. Exactly, and, they must work they really must work hard. A like hundred times harder. <laughs> yeah, at least. I think Jeff Bezos is 100 at least a hundred times richer than me. <laughs> 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 I don't know math very good. Yeah, that might be one of the problems. That might be why I don't have that much money. I might be so dumb that my brain hand is also my dumb hand. That's that's why I can't pour milk good. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Sorry. That's why I can't pour milk good. Yeah, well, especially when you're hungover. Yeah. Because that's when when your brain is full of poison, like Project Resolve. Like Blue Classic Sludge. And And that's when he needs the milk the most, which is the hard part. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's no gluten in milk, so it's it's still safe. So we're good. Uh, to my knowledge, I, I I put breadcrumbs in my milk, but <laughs> gotta gluten it up. Yeah, yeah. glue it up. Yeah. Do you use flavored ones? Do you use like a shake and bake, or do you make your own? Yeah, yeah. garlic parmesan milk is Punk the milk. the best oh, one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Today's episode of Little oh, Boys brought to you by Panko breadcrumbs. Spice up your milk. <laughs> I love the idea of you making like a fancy Italian dinner uh, for like. A- friend and then you're just like oh yeah here here you go and a side of garlic milk yeah. <laughs> here's some garlic milk with breadcrumbs yeah come around the table with the the pepper and parmesan and sprinkle it into the milk and everything. Yeah. 
Harper's on, please. And you like use the knife thing to just like get a nice little curl into the <laughs> into the milk. <laughs> Onto the rim of the wine glass. Oh, yeah. very nice. The wine glass full <laughs> milk. Garnished with Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or if you just add a pepper mill full of milk and it just like dumped uh, out when you twist it. Uh, so dude, I'm cooking pasta and garlic bread right now, dude. I just gotta get myself some milk and I'm I'm all yeah. set. This is a real world possibility for you. This is a, yeah. a real world chance for you to make our world canonical with the surge world. Because in the surge world, <laughs> like actual canon, they do this. Yeah. In yeah. the in the surge universe, they all put Parmesan in their milk and their and their wine. Well, yeah. they put That's garlic- a big brain hand move. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, got, you got regular hand, ascended hand, galaxy hand, basically. <laughs> so, um, one of the people that they fired uh, after they figured out that uh, Project Resolve was toxic was Dr. Chavez. Um, despite the fact she had been fired, she continued to cir- secretly work at the facility on a hopefully non-toxic version of Resolve. Okay. Thankfully, however, for Creo, they had another person on staff who had a solution. Okay. They had Dr. Gene Barrett. Who is Gene Barrett, you ask? Thank you. Who's, who is Gene Barrett? Who is Gene Barrett? He's a guy so smart. He's got two smart hands. He's got two brain, two brain hands. No time for a dumb hand. I don't think that's possible. What, did he end oh, up man. with two dumb feet then? There's got to be some sort of compromise here. you got to be real <laughs> flexible to use those. <laughs> Probably two no. dumb feet. Science no, that's the main man. character. He has two dumb feet, right? Yeah, he does. Oh. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so, who's Gene Barrett? Why, he's the famous nanotech scientist who came up with a second idea. An intelligent swarm of nanomachines. They'll do it for us. Yes. They'll fix. They'll get the gluten out of the atmosphere. Yep. Uh, so, these nanites would work together using their AI to heal the planet. Okay. Uh, he called his project Project Utopia, uh, which we have established multiple times on the show, uh, is always suspect. Yeah. <laughs> project Everything's <laughs> Going to Be Good Now. The only time yeah. somebody says that everything is good now is when you know that things are really bad. Not, somebody, sorry, somebody. not May 25th, 2020. Things are actually pretty good right now, but... Yeah, totally fine. This has some parallels to uh, Rise Into Your Dawn, which you're playing through right now, where they use nanotechnology to like rebuild a world, and uh, they, they don't call it Project utopia i think it's project gaia but no it's called um it's called project zero dawn oh yeah that's the whole name of the thing but gaia is the rebuild part gaia is is the destroy part gaia is one of the ais that they have implemented yet no i'm playing the dlc i have finished the game already nice i'm I'm, I'm playing the dlc uh so project utopia was uh gonna use they just retrofitted the same rocket delivery system that they were gonna blast resolve into the atmosphere for uh but instead of toxic goo they were gonna send in a cloud of nanomachines okay or nanites as they're referred to in game i'm good uh, uh, two brain hand guys who are hitting this yeah exactly i mean gene hackman and don barrett uh not gene hackman gene barrett gene and, barrett the other guy something, ha- something hackett oh don hackett is the pr guy yeah uh, yeah gene hackman is an actor yes um and dr chavez is the lady who was just like yo resolve is actually very caustic okay it's and she got fired she got fired for truth bombs, bro. Bro. Bruh. Bruh. Um, yeah, so anyway, coming back to Warren, uh, who is our resident Tiny Tim, which is why I called him Warren Cratchit, because I believe Bob Cratchit is Tiny Tim's dad in A Christmas Carol. You're I think asking. that's Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene I'm Hackman. pretty sure it was Gene Hackman. Yeah. Your boy's canon oh. for A Christmas Carol, Gene Hackman played Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um... 
without being told otherwise, in the Sturge universe, the original black and white Christmas Carol from like 1941 or whatever, mm-hmm. Gene Hackman played Tiny Tim as a child. Exactly. There you go. Okay, I just had to Google who Gene Hackman is. Okay, now I could put a face to that. <laughs> in the old Supermans. Okay. You're, okay. okay. And, That's the probably the worst possible example that you could could give Jamie, who's outspoken about his distaste for superhero movies. Like, oh, that's true. Uh, he's in other films as well. He is in other films. I'll tell you that. Which much. Land Before Time or Porno has he been in? These are uh, the films was, I've seen. He was probably <laughs> was he Sarah's dad or something in okay. in the first Land Before Time. Oh, and then okay. he was inside of Sarah's dad in uh, a porn called Inside of Sarah's Dad. Yeah. Oh, he was in the French Connection. Duh. Sure. Yep. More Gene Hackman lore coming up next. <laughs> next episode. This is all the uh, creative setup. Uh, so coming back to Warren, uh, he's just a normal guy trying to make his way in the terrible, terrible world that he lives in. Mm-hmm. And he gets a job working for Creo, uh, which is where the first game begins. Uh, Warren is just happy to have a job. Um, when he arrives at Creo, he wheels his way down to the new employee intake section where the new hires have their rigs installed. Yes. Um, like I said earlier, it's wet tech uh, or wet wear. Um, so it's a rather invasive surgery where the patient is sedated so that the rig can be connected to their bones and their nervous system. Well, I, um, I mean, they don't need to be sedated. Only if you're a wuss, am I right? Yeah, exactly. It's just like... <laughs> Uh, do you want some of these? Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like hey, uh, you want to get sedated for this surgery? We're going to drill this uh, skeleton into your actual skeleton. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> look at this big dumb hand energy over here. No, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. We're going to graft this to your actual central nervous system. Like, pff, come on. You think I need you think I need sedatives for that? Yeah. So, I don't think uh, there are sedatives for that. Just like when you get a spinal tap or whatever, right? You just got to deal with it. <laughs> Really? They don't sedate you for a spinal tap? Apparently, no. it's one of the most painful things in the world. They can, do, sound- they can do local anesthesia at best. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put some Vicks VapoRub on it, so hopefully that's good <laughs> yeah. enough. For we'll it. put some Vicks VapoRub on your feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that'll distract you. <laughs> on the black market, though, like if you can get spinal fluid, and you can sell it for like a lot of money for a very small amount of it. So mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're looking to trade pain for some money and in a sketchy way, that's the way to do it. Did you guys, <laughs> did you guys see about that... Uh, that kid who uh, sold his kidneys on the the Chinese black market for money. It was like twelve hundred bucks or something, and then he got fined for participating in the uh, black market for, by like thirty six thousand dollars. And then oh, no. kidneys, yeah, and his in his kidney. Well, his second kidney started to fail. Or oh. how did he walk without his kidneys? Yeah. <laughs> well, he grew up. Is how that happened. Oh, he turned into adult knees. But he's only he's only got one adult knee now. Yeah, exactly. And that started to fail uh, on him. So, yeah. right. he, oh no, he died of adult knee failure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Warren, being unlucky in love, life, and legs, uh, arrives for his surgery moments before the titular surge takes place. Low boys cannon. Warren just got dumped when the game starts. Yeah. Well, he got dumped after he was crippled because his girlfriend uh, didn't want to uh, live in an apartment with a ramp. Because she's a bitch or something. Yeah, because she's unreasonable. Hey. Girlfriend yeah. or boyfriend? Uh, unknown. Maybe both. Maybe he lived on like a. It, maybe he was one he of lived those in a commune, uh, and the commune didn't want to install a ramp. Unbeaten hippies on a commune. <laughs> yeah, he's beaten uh, hippies. With- <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no one with a security rig had gone in there to give the give the give the hippies a working over. Yeah, <laughs> and then he he was like, I really gotta start beating these hippies to taste. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Getting carried away. <laughs> 
Um, yep. So the AI-controlled medical bed that installs your rig tells Warren that he's been sedated, uh, which he finds odd, since normally someone who's sedated wouldn't know that. True. Uh, the rig is installed, and he passes out from the pain when it is drilled into his bones, his spine, and then finally the kind of like AI core section of it is plugged into the back of his head that has like a horrible... You guys ever seen one of those drill bits where you like bore a hole into a 2x4 with? Oh, uh, it's like that bit. old movie, Johnny Pneumatic or something like that, where he has like... Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah, yeah, he has like uh, 32 megabytes of storage in his head. Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. He started with the he started with the like the new game rig. He's not on new game plus with the okay. new game plus rig, right. basically. So he's got more he's got more RAM now. <laughs> um, There's some movie from the 80s where it was hilarious the computer specs they were applying to the human brain, like things that our phones like have way out past now. Yeah. 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 Um, so after his rig is installed and he passes out from the pain, Warren wakes up downtown Montreal, which he mistakes for a scrapyard. And just starts just starts blasting. So anyway, yeah. he started blasting. He <laughs> starts blasting. So he wakes up downtown Montreal in what he perceives to be a scrapyard where a small recycling robot is trying to pull his rig off since it assumed he was dead. Oh. Um, he stands up for what is the what is likely the first time in years based on his reaction, uh, picks up an old piston pipe and bashes the robot and all of its robots friends. in <laughs> He gets that other guy who has a mustache and a rolled up hat and then steals the rolled up hat and gets plus two fashion. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the people I see in Montreal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a guy with a rolled up hat? Yeah, you go to the pla- you go to the, the east side. Everyone's oh, got yeah. those hats yeah. that are like rolled up so it's like halfway up oh, their head. You put the toque just on the top of your head. Yeah, it's not even keeping your ears warm at this point. Yeah, it's just it's a so stupid. Yeah. Goddamn hipsters. That's okay. If I had a security rig, I'd leave the hippies alone because they're all okay off in their their hemp fields or whatever. I'd go to the plateau and kick the shit out of some some asshole listening to a Walkman. <laughs> yeah, because that's our outdated, you fool. Yeah, I'll die for it. <laughs> um, as Warren proceeds through the facility, he learns that the titular surge, Lorboy's Cannon, uh, was likely caused by Barrett's nanite swarm. Um, as with any good AI, it figured that people were probably the problem that put all the gluten in the atmosphere in the first place, mm-hmm. and it should just take care of this on its own. We gluterated the atmosphere. That's, that is, I mean, real world canon, right? Exactly. Gluterated. Yeah. I like that. That sounds like destruction and gluten, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Canada's, Canada, sadly, I mean, we've got the gluten sands out in, out in Alberta yeah. and, and refining that into bread is very costly and time consuming. We're, we're not innocent. We're not innocent in all this. Exactly. They keep wanting to send, they keep wanting to shipping, putting like bread pipelines through all the native reserves instead yeah. of just going fucking around. Instead like of a just sense- going around because it, it would cost some corporation $10,000. Like, exactly. Yeah. If that. Yeah. So, some multi-billion dollar corporation would have spent ten thousand dollars like but they, like, they shouldn't have to let's be real they work so hard the, the way I, it, they work harder than anybody obviously because they're <laughs> so rich <laughs> the way i've always looked at like that it's like the hacking in bioshock it's just like oh no uh-oh we got a we got an indigenous reserve blocker too bad i don't have a left turn block somewhere in my tetris line of yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> bullshit coming down they or just, whatever they, yeah i mean the the the, the i gotta go straight the oil companies are given uh, the pipes that they're given. They have to make it work with what they have, and they just yeah. That's how, yeah. That's how we um, regulate it. Is yeah. given certain, certain pipe shapes, and they got to work with what they're given because otherwise yeah. they get an unfair advantage over other industries or yeah. some shit. If you only have right angles, that's like four pieces to go around something. That's crazy. Yeah. Like that's oh, way too many so outside it, of straight. Yeah, hmm. and it, or you'd have like this like 
zigzaggy fucking thing just <laughs> going in a straight line anyway <laughs> yeah. um so the surge when it came through fried the circuits of all the more basic ais in the facility like the lu-74 firebug which was a recycling robot and the big sister rocket assembly pro- platform um these would serve as some of the bosses in the game um since these robots have all gone ballistic they started to attack anything they detect okay. or like try to assemble or recycle or disassemble or whatever. The fact that there's a bunch of like chaotic industrial machinery just like flailing all over the place try, can oh. be in- interpreted as trying to attack you. Try to you rocket them, up. right? Like the big sister rocket rocket assembling platform. Just I'm just going to start using the rockets. You know what? I'm worth it. There's no, there's no <laughs> rocket on the platform when you fight it. It's like either four or six welding torches okay. that like try and burn Weld you to you. death, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's big daddies um, and little sisters in Bioshock, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. So there's big sisters and little daddies in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm one of the little daddies. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you think that negligence is attributed to the severity of the nanite problem, you would be right. Um, <laughs> flavor text on some of the boss weapons reveals some funny trivia about how things were run. On the firebug throttle weapon, which is the uh, fire claws I told you guys about fire earlier, pirouette. Yeah. Um, it explains that it got that nickname because the exhaust jets on the robot um, just blasted out too much fire. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no one could figure out why. So instead of solving the problem, they were just like, probably fine. Um, well surely this surely this machine will never turn against us and use its its excessive fire to create some sort of fire tornado (laughs) that could never happen (laughs) fire tornadoes are impossible damn it the table actual Uh, canon somebody uh canonically said that in the surges universe 100 percent the big sister was programmed to cease construction if a human was present in the work area however had no backup function programmed if it fails to immediately cease operation so when you drop onto the rocket platform, it just goes fucking crazy and tries to burn you to death. <laughs> um, the Surge also fried the neural link on many people's rigs, frying their brains and turning them to uh, aggressive, mechanically augmented zombies. Enemies in the game. Which are the basic enemy in the game, uh, at least for the first bit. Um, and yes, uh, as we were saying earlier, you do need to dismember them to get equipment uh, off of their rigs you do not loot a corpse you get experience off of it uh and that is it uh so if you kill someone without uh you know cutting off their brain hand or their dumb hand you don't get any brain gear or dumb gear that's it okay and if you don't cut someone in half you can't loot their torso because there is literally no way to get somebody's shirt off uh if you don't cut them in half exactly <laughs> yeah i haven't found a way <laughs> yeah <me too. laughs> that's why it's just me and my dumb hand <laughs> Um, making his way through the facility uh, Warren meets a a woman named Sally uh, who helps direct him um, and he also meets both doctors Chavez and Barrett Uh, Chavez wants you to stop the rocket from launching since she knows Resolve was poison and doesn't trust anything else the board of directors would put in place Uh, Barrett on the other hand uh, is crazy and has been crazy this entire fucking time okay good um he figures that the nanites would probably like wipe out 95% of life on this planet unless, though, he has a solution. So don't worry, guys. Oh, that's his he second trans- dumb hand or his second brain hand coming in now. Exactly. Uh, this is evil brain hand. Uh, <laughs> it, it's the hand. It's his knuckle. Knuckle hair is like little mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless we turn all human beings into something that he calls homo machinalis, 
which is his ascended race of cyborgs. That yeah, he, like singular machine kind of thing. Gotcha, well, gotcha. it's part of an optional quest, so you may not encounter this. I never actually found it in my first playthrough of The Surge. Um, if you return to Barrett after a certain quest trigger uh, in another part of the game, uh, he kind of does this to himself, where if you've seen, for the listeners, not Jamie specifically, if you've seen RoboCop... Um, the way that they install RoboCop's face onto the RoboCop body, it's kind of just like stretched over the front of the robot body. So Barrett turns himself into a homo machinalis. Very nice. Where he's like a mechanical skeleton with these huge terrifying claws and a human face kind of stretched over the front of it. <laughs> I like this is like optional to find too. You just go have like a conversation with them. He turns into this crazy mutant and then you go off to do the next thing or what? <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there is a load screen involved. You have to go to another area, do something. And then for some reason, go back. And if you do that, you go back and, and then his quest has triggered and, and, and changed to its second stage. I almost forgot to ask Barrett. You said uh teal goo bat. Oh my God. What happened to you, man? I just saw you like five <laughs> minutes ago. Come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like quick save, quick load, and he's turned into a robot. Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, I uh, didn't leave the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you? Did you always have that mustache? Did you always have those mustaches on your knuckles? I never. It's <laughs> part of the rig. This yeah. mustache. Rig. Wait a minute. You look different. <laughs> he suddenly got a seven. I don't limb. know what you mean. He says, <laughs> grinning through like like metallic fangs. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the only way to get one of the weapons in the game as well. Is is you have to cut off one of his arms to get um, one of the better claw weapons, basically. Cool. Okay. And that's uh, how you found it because you wouldn't have gone back otherwise. You googled what's the best weapon and then tried to find it, right? Yeah. I was trying Peter to hundred percent. I was just like, uh, and I was just like, what did what did Peter miss in the surge? And thankfully, there's a whole page dedicated to it because I'm a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> you're the only one emailing them. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> De- deck thir- deck 13's like, well, we can't work on more lore for the search because we got to fucking answer this guy's stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, does this guy only type with his dumb hand or what? <laughs> well, we had to pu- publish one article today. That was our day. So yeah, yeah, it's that's going it. up. What does Peter miss? Um, so the nanites continue to wreak havoc on the facility and even begin to generate new forms of crystalline life um these new forms of life are formed in a process called technogenesis dude that phil collins i loved that time where he got into techno yeah so (laughs) that the entire time i was writing this i was just i was just like listening to genesis in the air tonight oh no we're talking about when phil collins cut off his face and pasted it to a robot's face right yeah with massive claws yeah and he sang and was and his, a drummer at the same time. His, so that his, was favorite, cool. his most famous song, uh, Land of Gluten. Yeah. <laughs> this Land is of- the world we live in. Oh, and this is the bread we're giving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they can shapeshift. They can generate bladed weapons. So they can actually shift between like quick class, heavy class, light class, mid class in combat because they can shapeshift and generate weapons on their bodies. And there's some larger ones that can also like shoot out this huge blast of energy. Um, I love the surge, but there is some jankiness in the surge. Uh, so fighting the technogenesis monsters can be a fucking shit show. Okay. Cause it is the combat system that they, 
that they did i i think they improved on from dark souls because of the combo system the the basic souls combat has limitations and it's really good for one-on-one but it's really good for one-on-one with like a consistent pattern whereas the fact that the technogenesis monsters can shapeshift their weapons and kind of change mid combo makes them frustrating and difficult they're not only drummers, they're also singers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, turn their drum kit into a guitar and a bass yeah. or a mic stand all at the same time. Basically. What do you mean? What do you mean the drummer also sings? That's impossible. <laughs> You'd have to be some kind of robot to pull that off. You'd need exactly. two smart hands at least and one smart foot to do the bass pedal <laughs> on the drum kit. Um, so Warren eventually finds the board of directors along with Sally, uh, who turns out to be a holographic AI. Oh, good. Oh. That's Siri. Sally was Siri this whole time, and she is desperately trying to prevent the rocket from launching. Uh, all of the board members are dead, and some of them have been mutilated because they are all connected to their like CEO device in the backs of their heads, and when the surge went through, it fried all of them. Okay. And the vote to launch is stuck at four to launch, three to not launch. Uh, Sally tries and fails to revive one of them by like defibrillating him at his desk. <laughs> but he ends up dying. Uh, and then her AI either crashes or self-destructs. So Warren... Okay. At one I just point, put together that the surge was the thing that turned everybody into what they are. It's the power surge, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Warren was given at some point a false choice by Dr. Chavez to upload a virus into the rocket. Uh, <laughs> this actually doesn't change anything since Jonah Glutenberg uh, has already removed or blocked anyone's ability to stop the launch. So in the end, the nanites form a new life form called the rogue process, which Warren defeats because thankfully even technogenesis life can be beaten to death with industrial equipment. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. If you're, if you're a strong guy with a uh, mech suit, you can beat up invisible robots. No problem. Wait. Oh, so yeah. was Warren not affected by the surge because he got one of those surge protector power bars between his yeah. head and the machine? He just, yeah, he, had, he was the only one with the ground. Yeah. Which is it, did, it flicked the switch, and then he luckily fell off his table, and it flipped it back. So yeah, he right. hit the ground. <laughs> no, it, him and some other NPCs are still alive and sane in game. Like not everyone with a rig was fried. Okay, so you can tell because they had that big power bar kind of floating like a, behind them, like a Protoss ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what you do you can't get the wire to go straight so it cannot be stored anywhere because it's always like a fucking it's like a weight it's way too thick so it's always a big knotted mess yeah, yeah. yeah why are some plugs designed to like get in the way of the plug beneath or next to it like why are not all of them able like it's the same amount of space between two plugs at any given time and i, I don't know. like that some of them do it greedy yeah, none of us greedy like plug merchants probably yeah uh, i would say i'm glad that they did get rid of all those plugs though by by may 25th 2020 yeah because no problems here that was a problem but we did get rid of it yeah um throughout the fight while being beaten to death the rogue process which at first appears as like kind of like a giant grizzly bear made of a storm of nanoparticles um starts to speak in multiple voices uh which are the voices of the people that had died and been digested by the nanite swarm okay but like their consciousness still live within the cloud so there uh, is a there is a soul in the search universe yeah um or at least something that you can download out of somebody's brain <laughs> hand at the is <laughs> as at, at a minimum um the f- the second stage is when it transforms into like a much quicker kind of like sword it has like a sword and claw sort of thing it's like a humanoid shape it's basically the same size as you uh the secret kill on this thing is to cut off its left hand 
uh, and you can get the weapon it wields, cool. opposed to the normal boss weapon. Nice. Um, so despite defeating it, uh, Warren cannot stop the rocket from launching. It goes up, filled to bursting with spooky nanites, um, and actually his rig ends up getting fried. So he can't quite escape the facility with oh. his arms. So the final cutscene of the surge shows Warren trying to drag himself away after the power in his rig dies out. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. My dog just ate a spider off the wall and is having a hard time getting <laughs> it down. <laughs> it's so sticky. He's <laughs> like, got so many legs. I wonder so how many smart hands does um, spider have? It's got to be is four it, and four, it, right? Four and four, yeah. I mean, does it have... Or two, two, and then a smart foot and a dumb foot, but because it's eight, where they they're just paired. Uh, maybe so. He's saying two smart hands, two dumb hands, two smart feet, two dumb feet. Exactly. Gotcha. The percentage is the same, which is like you know that that picture of the the perfect the perfect spiral. Yeah, the Vesuvian the perfect man. spider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Vesuvian the Vesuvian spider. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, eight legs outstretched and a power bar right behind its head. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. uh, yes. Tangled uh, in a big knot. Like object of perfection. <laughs> um. So now you would think that. Uh, like th- th- that this would have some ramifications here, right? Where it's like, uh-oh, we didn't stop anything. During the intro sequence, uh, signs that things have, uh, excuse me, where the for fuck the am surge, I? Went for the fight? Surge 2 intro sequence. For the Surge 2, yeah, exactly. Uh, the Surge, I just wanted to get into this this quick little trivia here. The Surge does New Game Plus better than most games in this genre uh, since it adds a bunch of things throughout the second playthrough. It adds new enemies, shakes up enemy placement, and changes uh, environmental storytelling. So during the intro sequence, signs that things have already started to go wrong are hidden in plain sight. Uh, there are like dead bodies off in the distance, and there's like blood trickling out of vents, uh, little clouds of nanoparticles and shit kind of hidden, everything in the corners of the screen. So you wouldn't see it unless you were looking for it, but the intro of the game changes in New Game Plus. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, went, so I wonder if you got to like New Game 100, you know? I think like, the difficulty scales up three times as far as I know. Okay. I, so I, I think it's. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I'm wondering if every time you do it, it gets like more, like there's more signs or that'd be interesting. Oh man. Oh, have uh, you ever beaten a game more than just the first new game plus? Cause I certainly haven't. I've never played a video game. Oh, yeah. Have you ever done it? Have you ever gone into New Game Plus of a D and D campaign where it has? <laughs> yes. uh, it's like it's my everything favorite is, thing. Everything has changed. It's so much easier. You know where all the secrets are. Yeah. <laughs> so the rocket that launched that was carrying the nanites went up and detonated into the uh, gluten-saturated bit of the atmosphere. Uh, it happened to be in the flight path of a passenger plane called Flight 221, which was heading towards Jericho City, located on one of the coasts of the United States. Okay. Um, there are no pictures of Biggie and no pictures of Tupac, so which coast is hitherto undetermined? Unknowable, really. Which is the second time I've said that for some reason. <laughs> Peter, you made me think, and I think if you had a small world in D&D and, like... Uh, some sort of new game plus mechanic that every time you kept returning to it, you could find a small difference which led you to get to the next one and to the next one. That'd be a really cool concept for a, cool a D&D game. Creative D&D a quick aside, a yeah. game designer named Warren Spector has this idea for like the, the something like, it's like the one block RPG where an entire game takes place on an, like a super detailed like single block of a city. He's a guy who, he's like one of the directors behind like Deus Ex, 
um and and i mean epic mickey for some fucking reason but like a bunch of like classic old ion storm and, and yeah. video games like that so one like, of the scariest games ever too did that pt or whatever it's just one circular oh, yeah. hallway yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah um on flight 221 are you the protagonist for the surge 2 uh who's custom this time uh so i actually like them less since they don't speak and don't really have a personality a man named henderson and jonah glutenberg's 11 year old granddaughter athena ah yeah um most of the passengers were killed in the crash or digested by the swarm uh athena however absorbed some of the swarm and developed a connection with it uh it is theorized that this happened due to the fact that she was related to jonah gutenberg and the swarm felt some kind of connection to the family since he founded the lab where it was created the gluten princess the gluten princess (laughs) she would be bread queen yeah yeah (laughs) She can uh, uh, feel a pee under a hundred loaves of bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other cool thing in New Game Plus in The Surge 2, it is revealed that your character like got up on the airplane to use the washroom or something uh, or to stretch their legs because they have them in this one. Um, and they attempted to help Athena while the plane was crashing. So your character was kind of just like right place, right time. Um, so New Game Plus in The Surge 2 adds enemies, enemy placement, and cutscenes to the second okay. place, which is That's really cool. 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 Yeah. Um, so finally, um, a little something cropped up right under people's nose. Um, before the plane crashed, but during uh, the process of trying to fix the atmosphere and get all the gluten out of it, uh, it was a cult. So this is going to be the last part that we get into here. Okay. Uh, a woman named Celeste had been running a cult called the Church of the Spark for a little bit of, for like a little while now. It was getting some ground. Uh, she had like annoying people handing out pamphlets, um, forced cyber augmentation, all the good cult things, all right? cult thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they worshiped the idea of fusing man with machine uh, and was run out of Port Nixon, which was a shipyard near Jericho City, which is where the plane crashed. Uh, she had a connection with, of some kind with Jonah Glutenberg since the Creo Institute of Technology was in Jericho City. It's right on it's it's on the other side of the city from the port, basically. So she was close by. Um, originally, I thought this was a new cult, um, which called the surge the spark and then like fell in love with the fact that Technogenesis created life. That was my own fan theory okay. prior to actually finishing the second game. But in-game, there are audio logs of Celeste talking to Eli as a child and telling him about how sweet it would be if, like, her children right. were nano-augmented superhumans. Okay. When you say she was talking to Eli as a child, Eli was a child or she was talking like a child would to Eli? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, sh- she was not doing an impression of a child to her son to, like, belittle him. Okay. She was talking about, yes, yeah, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I could be a robot? That's you. That's what you sound like, Eli. Yeah. And <laughs> so squeezed she, his cheeks together and spit in his mouth. She, she wasn't. She wasn't treating him like a little daddy. You're saying? Yeah. No. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, no, she was talking to Eli when he was young. Okay. Um, Understood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's been crazy this entire time. She's been worshiping technology for way before there was even a surge one. Okay. Since the land like, before time. It, it, when cool. when when there was the gluten crisis back in the 70s when no one could get bread there were just bread lines as far as the eye can see in american <laughs> gas stations for some reason which is why i think they were there uh <laughs> he was still worshiping technology yeah um 
After the plane crash, uh, her other son, Jonathan, discovered parts of the rogue process that had connected to the plane after the rocket had launched. Um, However, he failed to connect to it. So he continued to get high on a drug called Blue Sparkle. Um, This was a drug that the cult used to keep their members good and motivated. Mm -hmm. Um, Sounds like meth. Yeah, it turned them all into a bunch of drug-addled jihadis who were willing to die for the cause (laughs) and literally put their own lives on the line with reckless abandon. Yep. Yeah. It's a classic. Classic. Classic cult drugs. Classic right. cult news. Uh, uh, I mean, like, countries use stimulants to make their own soldiers, like in World War II, even, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Hitler was a big meth addict, right? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. I never met him. You, you, never, there, there's video of there's video of him at like at the Olympics, the 36 Olympics, just full tweaking. Like he just can't sit still in his chair, and he's just like going back and forth the whole time. He's just like. Uh, he did all his Adderall to finish that rally speech the night before, yeah. and then he's, he's still all cranked on it. <laughs> so, one of the side effects of the drug, Blue Sparkle, uh, resulted in Jonathan becoming massively obese uh, to the point where he could only move around with the help of a robotic shell with legs. Sounds like not meth. Yeah, uh, not meth anymore, no. <laughs> yeah, no uh, he's t- uh, I mean, you destroy the coolant tanks on this robot and he boils to death inside of it. He's like the first, or he's the, one of the first bosses in the surge too. Okay. And then, and Whoa. then, he up. yeah. He's on the cover. He's on the box art of the surge. He's the, uh, boiling or not boiling? He's the fat man in the jacuzzi on spider legs. Okay. You know, that classic image. Yeah, I, I got an image for it. I pictured a Dr. Robotnik kind of thing, but... <laughs> I, I, he's fatter than that. Okay. He's Dr. Robot Thick. Yeah, I, <laughs> I pictured I pictured a, a jacuzzi with two brain hands, two dumb hands, two brain feet, and two dumb feet. It's okay. tripedal, so uh, I'm not sure how they would divide that Oh my that God, up. what do you do? What's, yeah. that third, what's that third hand? Oh no, it's, no, sorry, it's also got pincers on it. That's true. Five. So it's got five... It's got five limbs. So it's got a dick limb and then two arms and two leg limbs. Pro- yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I won't the, question it. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, third, the third standing one is obviously the dick one, and then you get two hand ones. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. So Celeste's second son, however, who we mentioned earlier, Eli, did connect with the Nanite Swarm. Uh, Eli used his connection with the Swarm to hack backwards into CIT, the, the Creo Institute of Technology, and steal Gutenberg's research. Okay. Meanwhile, the spread uh, the swarm spread throughout the city, which sparked a nanoplague called Defrag. Um, AID was a paramilitary organization who found and rescued, in quotes, Athena from the wreckage and realized there was no off switch to the nanite swarm. But the fact that she had a connection to it means that maybe children's underdeveloped brains could be suited to controlling it okay athena child other children also child we need more slow down peter yeah it's too confusing more children so this is tied into warframe then as a result aid was just like hello parents of sick children with defrag give us your children and we will try and cure them and obviously anybody with a nano infected sick child would be like fine uh, turns out they were doing experiments on them, trying to use children's brains to control the nanite swarm. Sounds about right. Seems yeah. fine to me. Um, Many small things need to be controlled. So let's take our smallest things and use their meat computers to control them. That must work. Because exactly. you know what? Because you get slightly larger to a, a um, adult person-sized thing, and you can control the children. 
Yeah. Yeah. Meaning we can control the nanite swarm. Uh, everybody's apparently forgotten about the gluten at this point and it's all about stealing children's brains, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Diet trends, you know, they come and go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow selling children's brains on fucking Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put it up. You put it up your hooch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just put your baby brain in your vagina, and you get you feel so young. It's good for you, or something. This candle smells like baby brains. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, due to your proximity during the crash to Athena, your character shares some other connection with her and the nano swarm, though you don't really get nano powers. Uh, she can send you messages and even use nanites to conjure nanite weapons in front of you. So you get nanite gear throughout the game as you unlock. They're kind of Easter eggs. They're kind of secrets. Okay. Um, and after escaping prison and meeting a mysterious man with a familiar voice, uh, you set up to help to try and help Athena and stop the nanite swarm. Nice. Mm. So that would be uh, Le Surge. The Surge um, lore. Which would be, yeah, exactly. It's a fantastic sci-fi action game about, um, I don't know, the difficulties of digesting bread, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I understand this is a bit of a, a, a bit of a silly episode, but I think, I don't know, you should get into it. It's cheap it and or free, and uh, I, I love those games. Uh, just to close the loop, uh, my dog was begging for dinner the entire time um, and was kind of bothering me during the whole show. Went and ate a spider. Now is happily asleep. Yeah, now she just passed out. I, apparently, she only needed eight calories. And yeah. she like, oh, <laughs> Please, father, just eight <laughs> calories and I won't perish. <laughs> so I've been your host, Peter O'Donoghue. You can find me at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter or at Lord Boys Podcast on the old Instagram. And uh, Jambo, Jimmy, James. Yeah, um, I've actually been playing games on uh, the Epic Launcher this week, so I'll give that out, TLB underscore Jamil. If you don't remember that, it's my name, J-A-Y-M-I-L, James Miller. It's a short form, and the <laughs> beginning is The Lore Boys. <laughs> yeah. so that made it easier for you. Uh-huh. TLB sure underscore did. Jamil. That sure was less confusing than just saying TLB Jamil. <laughs> J-A-Y-M-I-L. So TLB underscore J-A-Y-M-I-L. And uh, I'm playing Borderlands 3 right now, so add me up and we'll play together or whatever you want to play. And that's where you find me, Ethan. Uh, I'm Ethan. You can find me on Twitter at Ethan the Dead Man. You can get in touch with us, uh, the show, uh, at Loreboys. Uh, we do have a Twitch that we don't use all that often, twitch.tv slash theloreboys. Uh, you can email us, contact at loreboys.com or loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. We actually have uh, a letter up on the lore board from our good friend Terry. Terry says, G'day, boys. I have recently found the podcast and have been really enjoying it. G'day, Terry. I was going to ask if you boys could do an episode on Hotline Miami. It is a game that has quite an interesting lore that no one really knows about. It is personally one of my favorite games. Either way, keep up the good work. Uh, thanks so much for the submission. I it, uh, All I know about Hotline Miami is there's a guy in a varsity jacket with a the head of a rooster. Uh, but I'd be yeah. just, I'd be super into uh, looking into it for you. So uh, I'll look it up. And if it, if it tickles my fancy... Uh, you can consider it one of our next episodes. Uh, if anybody else wants to get in touch with the show, like I said, we do have uh, contact at loreboys.com or loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, little little behind the, the, the DM screen, it's the same email. They go to the same email. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and anybody who wants to support the show financially, of course, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash theloreboys. Uh, we so much appreciate everybody who's helped out the show financially. Like, It's not something that we need. It's not something that... Uh, 
that we'll, we won't stop doing the show if you stop supporting, but it means so much that people are willing to help us out and support and, and make this just a little bit more worth our time. Uh, so thank you so, so, so much. Anybody who doesn't trust Patreon, of course, we have always offered the alternative of Lower Boys Prime. Now, I, I really didn't want to get into it that much uh, during the episode, My Masturbation Habits, because I kind of wanted to save it for this. But Lord Boys Prime this week, I am offering instructional videos on how to masturbate. You have to go to our OnlyFans <laughs> and sign up there. Uh, yeah, well, I only offer left-handed classes, though. I will not I refuse to offer right-handed classes, just on principle more than anything. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not quite dexterous enough. Honestly, the feeling of spilled milk is kind of nice, but... <laughs> One of the instructional videos is how to spill milk on your junk while masturbating. Uh, and it's, it's good guy or girl. It's, it's not either one of them. Uh, I feel like <laughs> so just, just make sure to send us a check in the mail for $13.24 and we'll, we'll make sure to uh, sign you up for our OnlyFans. Uh, and yeah. I, guess, I guess that's it for me. I don't know if that's it for you guys, yeah. but that would constitute... That constitutes... Uh, more boys... More boys. Oh. Uh, my junk smells <laughs> like garlic and parmesan. Garlic and parmesan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Life imitates art or whatever they say. Life imitates art, yeah. yeah. Life, imi- <laughs> life imitates fart, Jamie? Come on, let's clean it up a bit, huh? Light emits heat. <laughs> yeah all right um it's, you know that the sun hot. is not actually bright it's the reflection of the moon during the day that's not our true. hollow moon that was put up there by the cia mm-hmm. yep and on Good. the moon when one person's brushing their teeth on one side there's not actually someone brushing their teeth on the other side there's only one guy on the moon they forgot him yeah it's macaulay culkin <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh, we forgot <laughs> kevin Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.